Welcome to the RPG Rundown. I'm Seth. And I'm Jeff. From Dungeons to Deep Space, we got the systems and the stories for your table. Today on Episode 7, we are chatting about all the TTRPG things that piqued our interests over the Christmas break and look forward to Season 2, which we're starting now, and what we hope to cover. Yeah, we are... Pumped to be diving into season two of the RPG Rundown. We have a bunch of new systems we're wanting to test out. We have products we're going to review. And this season, we're actually going to be bringing on some pretty rad guests, which I'm really excited about. We have several that want to be on the show, some that have their own systems that we're going to get to have them kind of test play for us. And so stay tuned. We have all sorts of awesome stuff coming out. But also, make sure you guys check us out over on our rap channel. That is the Rundown Actual Plays channel, youtube.com slash at Rundown Actual Plays, uh, where we test these systems. Last one we tested was DC20. Uh, I had the privilege of DMing it, and it is very much an actual play where we go through, read the mechanics, figure out the rules, and run a one-shot uh, for you guys. And it's a lot of fun, and we're going to have a lot more uploads to that channel this season. So make sure you're subscribed over there as well. Absolutely. And don't forget to give us a like and subscribe on the route channel. Also like, and subscribe to the podcast feed on love thy nerds, YouTube channel. And if you're listening to the audio podcast, make sure that you are giving us a thumbs up, a five star, a comment, a review, whatever, all the stuff, just tell the just just do that for us, yeah. will you? We would appreciate that. Even if you don't think so, it, you, just this do is it an anyway. acceptable <laughs> lie. Just tell them we're amazing, all right? Uh, yeah. Girl, how yeah. that Christmas check? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, absolutely. I love thy nerd. Absolutely um, has been fantastic, and we love to be a part of their podcast network. Um, absolutely. We are actually, all, all of us in the Love Thy Nerd podcast network are starting uh, a new season right now in February, 2024. And so all the shows are back. Oh, Definitely yeah. check them out. One of the things, this is not a podcast, but on their YouTube channel, one of the things that I have been enjoying, enjoying lately is their this day in nerd history. Yes. Uh, they're like two minutes long. Fantastic. A little bit of trivia about the things that we love. So definitely check them out. Absolutely. There is also a wide array of shows on the Love Thy Nerd Network oh, yeah. to really fit any interest. It is, it's pretty amazing. It really is. Yeah. 100%. Uh, well, today we are going to, like we said, just talk about all those things that we missed over the two-month hiatus. Uh, we were gone for December and January. And so we are back and uh, we're just going to talk about all the things that we missed, things that we got involved in, things that we maybe got for gifts or that we got from uh, Kickstarter rewards because I had a few of those. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, nice. So, yeah, we're just going to we're just going to dive into it and talk about a few things. So first, uh, this was a big one for me. OK, well, first, you know what, since we just mentioned DC 20. Let's talk about DC 20 for a second. They're in the, they're right, DC 20. I know, right? DC 20 is a D 20 system, uh, that is put out by the dungeon coach. He has put together a fantastic system. 
Jeff and I both are super pumped for it. We really like it. Uh, but the rules, uh, the alpha document is updated to 0.51, I think. Yeah, 0.5.1, I think. Yeah. 0.5.1. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, we've gotten some more things in there that we're excited to see. Mm-hmm. It's just coming along. It's fantastic. It's coming along great. Um, if you're not following the Dungeon Coach, follow him. He's it's it's so good. Yeah. Uh, it's such a great system, and I'm I'm pumped to use it again. Uh, so that's awesome. And Absolutely. check that out. Uh, second, and I'm kind of going from December moving forward into January here, but in December I received the um, first half of a Kickstarter that I backed by a company called NTSD Gaming. And they are actually based out of Texas, which I didn't know until after I had already backed the Kickstarter. And uh, Jeff will know this. They were at the NCMS Summit, Mm. uh, which is fantastic. Um, Love that nerd hosted that. And so, yes, uh, I am connecting with them more because they're amazing. It's a couple uh, who started this company and they do some incredible uh, TTRPG accessories. And so the Kickstarter that I backed was their Lore Weaver GM screen or DM screen. It's a vegan leather, which if you don't know what vegan leather is, it's fake leather basically. Yeah. Uh, but it's fake leather uh, DM screen that has magnet magnetic strips in it. And so I received I'm, the I'm first only part. Li- I'm only a little jealous. Only just, a little jealous. Just, just, no, whatever, dude. It's so awesome. A little, a little bit. It's and it's amazing. really. He, when he got it, he sent me all the pictures of oh, it. It's man. amazing. It's so cool. Uh, I will be doing a review of this later, but I wanted to wait until I got the full Kickstarter set, which okay. has shipped. So I might Ooh, be getting okay. that in the next week. I'm, I'm really hopeful because I'm getting a dice tower that's uh, magnetic and vegan leather to fit on my di- uh, GM screen and um, and a tote bag, like a really legit, lots of pockets, dice pouches. To- oh, you know, are they doing bag. a giveaway on that? Is that what you sent me on? Uh, they are doing a giveaway on that too. So yeah. check out their Instagram. Check they only out. have Instagram. Um, yeah. So they're giving one of those away too. And I, I don't have the 95 millimeter d20 which i would love that is amazing that thing is a have. monster it's, it's like so about basketball. cool um, <laughs> yeah. i would love to get one of those so uh but regardless their range is going that is an insane yes. amount of resin that went yes, into it that is. thing um but like i said it's a it's a christian couple who live in texas they are incredible uh awesome. megan who is the the wife it was her birthday yesterday or today and that is why they're doing this giveaway. So definitely do that. Mm-hmm. Make sure to wish her happy birthday if you comment and join the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's amazing products, insane quality, uh, like very, very good quality and very useful. So look for a review for that. We will definitely have that posted uh, somewhere. And um, and yeah, also probably some unboxing videos will go up mm-hmm. on our socials which if you don't follow us, follow us on Twitter, follow us on TikTok and Instagram, yeah. uh, as well as, as YouTube and, and through the Love Thy Nerd uh, channel. So. Absolutely. But 
So that that was a big one. That was a big mm-hmm. one for me. I got a box. It's really cool. Um, Jeff, I don't remember if you did this or not, but I kind of did it again because it was like a new site or a new format for the Daggerheart beta testing. Uh, uh because no, I got I have not. I got an email for okay. it. Um, and it was like. Hey, we're taking applications now for beta testing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, sign up here. I, I don't know. It was something like that. Or maybe I clicked on their social media because they were saying that they were sending out the first sets. Right. Uh, or the first in, you know, whatever for testing. So. No, I have not. Uh, I've not seen was, any of this. There was a big, there was actually a survey. Like I had to fill out like a, I don't know, 20, 30 question survey. So. Okay. Nice. Um. So yes, if you're interested so in Daggerheart, check that out. Uh, for Daggerheart, if we get it, I wonder if there is a uh, NDA. In NDA, yeah, where we can't. I talk mean, about it. I I mean, obviously, if we get it and they say there's an NDA, we won't be able to talk about it we won't immediately. Talk about it. But, but we can. Not, well, here's what we can do: we can record all the things, and then when they say the NDA is lifted, we can post that's true. it. Yeah, that's true. Okay, fair. <laughs> that's the plan. So, I like it. Um. So yeah, I, I I don't know, but if you don't know what Dragonheart Dagger, Dragonheart, if you don't know what Daggerheart is, Daggerheart, Dragonheart, it's a great movie. Uh, yeah, it's a great from movie. the '90s. Uh, <laughs> check it out. Uh, if you don't know what Daggerheart is, Daggerheart is the um, the new Critical Role TTRPG mm-hmm. system. And I say yeah. Critical Role; it's not really Critical Role. It's uh, Darrington Press, which is their yeah. company. Mm-hmm. But yes, it's it's it looks really good. And it's it's looking very good. It it is at this moment probably the other new system coming out that I'm most excited to test play. Uh, oh, DC twenty was my system I was most excited to test play. And we got to test play it, and uh, yes, I love it. yes. And so I Although, can't wait to test play it, have to do it as again. it gets further in the beta. Or um, really at this point. Yeah, it as far as ones that we haven't tested. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think that is probably probably uh, yeah. an accurate statement. I think Daggerheart's so. the top for me right now. Um, ones that we have tested, DC twenty and Dragonbane, I want to revisit them. See, I, I, I do as well. I, I so. want to revisit them. Of course, I, I don't know, and I know we don't have time to do this with every system, but I would love to almost do a mini campaign with yeah. at least DC twenty. I'd love to see how that looks after. I would session also one. like to do it with Daggerheart. With Dagger, <laughs> I mean, Daggerheart, well, sorry, is so sorry. good too. Honestly. Obviously, Daggerheart. I meant well, Dragonbane. Dragonbane. <laughs> Yes. Man, why do all these names sound the same? Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. They all start with D. I agree. I see. I'd like to do it with Dragon Bane as well, but I feel like this is going to be an ongoing thing. Like we're going to test play this, and we're like, man, we really need to run more with this. Uh, we really do. Um, so many TTRPGs, so little time. Uh, seriously, seriously. But that's kind of why the show exists. We test play them so that we can give you our opinion, so you know if you pour all your time into it. Absolutely. Uh, that is literally where this this podcast started is that we want to learn more about these other TTRPG systems oh, because yeah. we've played 5e we've played D&D and a few others in our own experience but we want to test out more because honestly there are things where I say oh I really like the element from this system yeah. I really like this from this system and I don't know maybe one day I will homebrew my own for my mm-hmm. you know for, your game. for yeah. the next thing so well, I mean, tr- truly, that's what I do. And if you guys have ever played any oh, of my games, my player rolls know I homebrew a lot of stuff. And I, I like I, I even like to try stuff. And so, like, I'll play one of these other systems. I'm like, I really like that aspect. Can I bring that? And so I think eventually what will happen, and, and maybe I'll be 
proven wrong, but I think that I'll keep 5e as my base and start to kind of bring in elements of these other games mm-hmm. um, that I that I really like, that I thought made, you know, maybe combat more interesting or made travel uh, more intriguing or, um, but kind of build out my own, uh, the, the, my own way that I run my games. Well, and for so long, we ran 5e, not rules as written, but mm-hmm. pretty close, you know, right. uh, where, where we, we didn't add rules, but we maybe bended a few. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Or bent a few, bent a few rules. Yes, bent I'm definitely. What, what do they call it? A rule, rule of cool. That's that's me. Oh, one hundred percent. This sounds 100%. cool. I'm like, yeah, we can figure out a way to make uh, that happen. But more and more, I'm like, ooh, I like this, mm, you know, yeah. travel system for traveling. Right. I know we've done that. You've kind of created your own, or uh, yeah. we've got like, I really like this death system, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one that I'm going to talk about today when we get to our what we've been playing uh, discussion, ooh, okay. I'm going to talk about. Um, a help action system, which nice. you're going to know about okay. it. It's not really new, but it's it's yeah. new to fi- it's new to what I'm doing in my Five E campaign. Well, so. That's cool. I'm, I'd love to hear more about how you brought it into Five E. That sounds awesome. Absolutely. So uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. But uh, speaking of Dragonbane, the new Bestiary and Core rulebook that is. The same core rulebook that's in the box set for Dragonbane, but it has um, the adventures included, as opposed to being mm, two separate okay. paperback books, which are within the uh, which are in the thing. I think, and it may even have one extra. Um, mm, but okay. they're about to ship this month. Uh, right. So if you go okay. and you buy them, if you purchase them from Free League Publishing, uh, they'll ship when they're ready. But you'll get the PDF immediately. Ooh, okay. So I That's haven't awesome. done it yet because I have to call my bank and tell them to accept the charge. Like, oh yeah, because it's like Swedish, because right? it's, it's Swedish kroner. Mm-hmm. So That's fair. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just haven't done that yet because <laughs> who wants to call their bank? Right. No. Um, no I don't. So you know, it, granted, I actually have worked there in the past. And it's a, not a massive bank; it's a small town bank, so it's not as difficult. But it's no, still—I so just minutes. haven't done it. I have to do it during a business day. I can't do it on the weekend, right. you know. So, uh, but I will be doing that, and I'm super pumped for that. Um, okay, so also in December, I received. Mm-hmm. Another thing, and this, because it's small, I am going to show on the screen for a second. So, oh, okay, nice. If you're not watching the video, the live feed, go check it out yeah, on definitely. uh Love That Nerd, Love That Nerd YouTube channel. But I got a dice Kickstarter that I backed from mm-hmm. One Up Dice. Um, Ooh, okay. They are cool. They have, the yeah, they have. Uh, it's like the the eight or 16 bit video yeah, game like, yeah, like 16 bit, yeah. font on everything. Uh, but it looks like a Nintendo cartridge. That is amazing. The case that it came in. Uh, so I opted for the gold one that looked like a, like a, you know, like almost like a Zelda cartridge kind of thing. Right. It's fantastic. Uh, it's magnetized. So if I can do this without spilling it now, uh, and on the inside there are, um, that's cool. 
some like little like scenes, almost like like a, a Nintendo Zelda. And then yeah. the dice, the dice are just fantastic. Uh, I got this set right here. Nice, yeah. There you go. Has a shield on it. It was kind of like a paladin type well, set. I love but the it was... eight bit numbers too. Oh, absolutely. Just, that's what I do absolutely. on my dice. It's all my all my molds, just eight bit numbers. Um, but yeah, that's it's on it's on all of them. It's fantastic. But the really cool thing besides just getting those is I got two other extra sets. I got a whole pack of 10 D4s with hearts on them. Ooh, okay. Because uh, they're for healing. For healing, exactly, yes. Because healing potions use D4s, yes. right? And they're all red, so with hearts on them. And then I also got a set of nine D6s that are orange for fireball. Fireball. Really? <laughs> so, you know, for the, uh, yeah. So For the D4, you could do the... Have you seen where people take the little... like? Uh, yeah, and they the put it in the bottles. Last thing. Yeah, you can put it mm -hmm. in the little bottle so when you're playing in person and someone drinks a healing potion, they uncork it. And uncork it and dump it out, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, cool I, will, I will probably be doing that, honestly. Um, yeah. But uh, that was about a year previous coming, so I was mm. super excited to get that. That's awesome, yeah. Um, and it, it just looks so good. The, the Nintendo cartridge, like, you know, and you could roll them in there, but I'm not going to because I would scratch up the sticker. But Right, the sticker's pretty cool. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I got this, like, I don't know, they gave us, like, a silver D20 that, was the, that matched the same icon. Mm. But, nice. Um, uh, one thing going back to the, uh, NTSD gaming one is that part of the set, part of the Kickstarter, they gave us one of those liquid core. Oh, nice. Yeah. D20. Um, yeah. So it was, yes. it's pretty awesome. It's hard to say, but, um, very cool. Very cool. Um, okay. Sorry. I'm like leading this conversation. Uh, I kind of put good. the notes together today, but. Uh, one, here's another thing. And you might want to look at this mm -hmm. Humblewood. Okay. Now I'm you, familiar with Humblewood. Never played Humblewood, it. I've never played it either. Seen. Honestly, it's, it's, I think a 5e setting, mm -hmm. but it's campaign book. Um, I, I fell victim to an Instagram ad. <laughs> here's the thing. The Instagram algorithm knows me. Yeah. Because no, I have purchased no less than five things from Instagram ads. One of them was to join the NTSD Kickstarter for this GM screen. Oh yeah. Hey. Uh so props on that. That was excellently placed marketing. Um but yes, this Humblewood one was also one on there. And it's because they were selling the box set and the core rule book for the or campaign setting book, which is like two to three hundred pages. Yeah. Um steeply discounted because they were like early prints that were not that were um what is it called? Imperfect. Mm -hmm. So like the color was okay. off. Right. And when I say the color's off, it's like eh, it's not quite as vibrant as it's supposed right. to be. Otherwise, it's still completely fine. It's perfect. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I get it. Um, and so I the 
core book instead of being you know 50 60 bucks 10 bucks Dude, hardback awesome. book now granted i had to pay like 15 bucks in shipping but yeah i mean always uh 10 bucks you know um i mean i wouldn't have had to pay shipping if i was able to get the box as well mm-hmm. uh because i think it was like over 50 might have been free i don't know right but they were already sold out of the box because the box had the core book in hardback maps standees and some other stuff in dice and so i was like oh i'll get that but they were already sold out yeah. so the humblewood stuff if, if you guys have not checked it out look just look yes. up like the, the imagery the graphics and stuff that they have for it it's it, it is looks, it looks so anthropomorphic cool. forest mm-hmm. animals yes in a D setting that's what it is it's fantastic you've got ravens and owls and foxes and all sorts mm-hmm. of cool stuff like now, that now do so. you have it in hand do you, I do don't you have, have it in hand, okay, okay. Um, so I will be getting that probably before the next episode, I would assume. Okay. Um, I should have all. Maybe the in the next, the next episode, episode, we'll talk about that, and we'll get to. Because I'm curious so. if the different creatures, what kind of differences they have in play style. Is it mm-hmm. just flavor, or are there benefits to playing a fox versus a raven? I mean, it's a full campaign setting book, mm-hmm. so it's got, um, you know settings for how to play the fox race how to play the raven race and they have specific names and stuff like that so mm-hmm. very cool um so yeah it's pretty it's pretty awesome so um all right also moving on uh alchemy rpg if you don't know what alchemy rpg is we have used it before both jeff and i together and separately mm-hmm. but it is a virtual tabletop um and they did a Kickstarter last year, and I have gotten more of the digital rewards for it. So I've gotten some of the really cool game systems where they have gone in and like animated backgrounds for it and put in sound effects and music all within their virtual tabletop for things like Dragonbane and uh, so many more. Uh, I think you know Pathfinder's in there. I think there's... There's like Morkborg. I mean, there's a whole bunch of them. But there's there's quite a bit stuff, in there, so yeah. I sent Jeff a picture of them. Um, but yeah, so I, I've received some of the digital stuff for that. They haven't launched yet uh, with their 1.0 version. So there's still a few features they're trying to get out for that. But it's coming along really nicely. I don't know if you've yeah. looked at it I've recently. I've got to get back on and check it out. It it was it, at the point, you know, it's still in beta. But Alchemy is without a doubt my favorite virtual tabletop it so, just still hadn't worked out the combat yes, side of things they haven't but they're very close they, they have are, added okay. a few things um okay. now this uh and i and i know on the roadmap there's some of the other effects and stuff like that that's coming uh but one thing that i just saw today or yesterday now i can't remember they're uh they just added da, 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 monument studios music Oh, nice. Which Jeff knows because we use that in our Hearth Mm -hmm. and Hammer campaign. Um, They added one of their Fantasy Complete bundles in there. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it is incredible. And so I know they're going to add another one soon as well, uh, which that's another small creator that just puts out insanely good Mm -hmm. uh, content. And it's all digital music, sound effects, themes. Uh, It's not just fantasy. It's, you know, a whole bunch of different you know, genres, sci-fi, uh, horror, all that stuff. That's, so, so, so good. Uh, so there's that, uh, last couple things. 
and then we're going to kind of move on to things we've played. Mm-hmm. Um, the MCDM Kickstarter. Uh, actually, I don't even know if it was a Kickstarter. I think it was just through Backerkit, which is generally okay. where Kickstarters are fulfilled. But I think they just just did it through Backerkit, and it was almost like a pre-order. Right. Uh, and so I pre-ordered the... Um, I think I just pre-ordered the hardbacks for those. Did I send you that? Nice. Uh, no, I don't cor- think you the... actually sent me anything about MCDM. Hmm, I thought I sent you one in, in Discord oh, maybe chat, but it's oh, it's been check. a week or two for yeah. sure. Uh, but I know I backed it. <laughs> yeah, that's so awesome. I will be happy to to see that later in the year. Yeah, that's that's another one I'm super pumped. Of course, I just Absolutely. love Matt Colville, so I'm excited for anything he's going to put yes, out. Yes, yes, he it's puts out well done. amazing things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kabold press has their tales of the valiant which is a 5e uh rule set Mm -hmm. that basically replaces dungeons and dragons 5e rule set uh if you're not familiar wizards of the coast has had the ogl forever which is their open game license um and january 2023 they had a big hoopla where they uh, you know, did things that everyone was not happy about. Mm-hmm. And then they eventually, in order to fix it and get back into the good graces of the TTRBG community, they put it in Creative Commons, which basically said it, this will be, you know, free, royalty-free in perpetuity, this particular rule set. Mm-hmm. And so MCDM, Cabold Press... Probably Darrington Press at that point. A whole bunch of people, uh, DC20, I think, were all basically like, well, we'll just make our own. And so that's why we yeah. have so many really that's cool why there's ones so many coming out right now. that are coming out, but that are not out yet. Because mm-hmm. um, most so, of these, especially these D20 systems, were all using 5e as their base. They were. And... They were putting out 5e supplemental content. Mm-hmm. And when the OGL and all that went down, they're kind of like, oh, okay, this is... Uh, a rocking ship and we're going to get off. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it was kind of this threat that wizards of the coast was trying to basically take money from creators in a simplified conversation. We're not getting into that. Uh, you can go look it up. There's so many things about that, but However, that's where all this, this came from. Even in the TTRPG world, competition is a good thing. Absolutely. When there's competition, you're going to get so much better product. I honestly believe a lot of the UA, which is called, it's called Unearthed Arcana. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the Unearthed Arcana, which is Wizards of the Coast playtesting material for the 2024 uh, rules update that they're trying to put out right now, I think is inspired by some of the things out there, honestly. <clears throat> I think they're trying to do better with it. So as um, that drops, perhaps we'll have an episode where we go over some of that. I'm sure we well. will. I'm yeah. sure we will. I think we've gotten all of the UAs that we are going to get for the do we? Okay. that rules update. Um, but I think they're still probably six to ten months away for gotcha. putting out a new player's guide. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... Cool. We'll see. We'll, look at we'll that see. In the, future. Um, in the meantime, I should be getting the player's handbook or player's guide and the monster manual for Tales of the Valiant. I should be getting it in the spring. You know, mm-hmm. spring is March to June. So 
hopefully in there. Right. Nice. Awesome. So I am super excited for that, but they also just launched their Kickstarter for their GM guide. Uh, So, you know, GM, DM manual. uh, And I've already got a short PDF preview of it because one of the things that they're putting in theirs is basically a how-to GM and how-to homebrew. Ooh, that's pretty nice. <clears throat> that's useful. Yeah. Yeah, and and so the the pre- PDF preview actually has some of that in it already. And it's like, "Hey, here's how to create a custom monster and here's how to put the stat block together." Nice. Like things like yeah, that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so DC20 on the, I, I don't know that you got to look at the GM side. He, he had a lot of that stuff in there as well. Um, yes, yes. But of course, at this point in the alpha, there's not really pre-made monsters. So if you're running something, you're you're making it yourself at this point. Absolutely. So, but I think that they went ahead and put out the, the Tales of the Valiant. Um, like I said, they launched the Kickstarter. It's actually going right now. Um, but I think they went ahead and ha- added that little homebrew preview PDF because everyone will be getting their Tales of the Valiant books in the next, you know, three or four months. So right. nice. <clears throat> that's awesome. Anyway, that was a lot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I have one thing I want to show off. That's not even, that's not even everything. Yeah. That's a lot for me, but yes, show off what you got and let one us second. know. I'm less organized. So I'm going to run and grab it real quick. Okay. Go for Try it. Next I'm going to, I'm going to hype it up. Uh, Jeff, you know, if in our previous hearth and hammer campaign, we all received Kraken dice. Uh, Jeff, I was saying in our last hearth and hammer campaign, we all received Kraken dice, uh, as a gift. And so now, however, uh, Jeff, what did, what do you have here to show us? I have a few things. So. I um, chatted with uh, the guy, that, the, the team over at Kraken Dice, and um, kind of told them what we do here and a little bit of what I do on uh, some other content I put out and stuff. And so they sent me a goodie box. And so I don't have autofocus on my camera, but uh, those are all just beholders all over this box. Um, and they sent me out some goodies, like a lot of mystery dice sets and some minis. And I wanted I wanted to show you showed yours off earlier. Um, this is a liquid core D twenty. Yes. Uh, now that's a, probably what like fifty millimeter or something. Yes. Forty five maybe here. something like that. Yes, I think so. But it is. That's awesome. I mean, it's it's pretty hefty. Yeah, I love that. Uh, yeah, that that is so cool. Anyway, so that that is the the biggest part. That is so. This is all from from Kraken Dice, um, but. <laughs> Outside of sorry, <laughs> outside of TTRPG stuff, I am an avid disc golfer. A very bad one, but I enjoy the sport so much. Um, and I found that there was a company out there putting out D&D-themed discs, and so I was like, I have to find out. And it just so happens that it's Kraken Dice. <laughs> they're putting out, I don't know how well you can see that, but they're actually putting out Kraken Discs now. Uh, and so that is actually, this is called the Mimic. This is their putter. Um, and it is a Mimic disc golf basket. I don't know how well you can see that with my camera not wanting autofocus, but 
Um, anyway, yeah. I got two of the colors. I got the green one. I have the black one. That's awesome. Um, and I have a rainbow one too, but it uh, it's in my my bag right now uh, that I actually play well, yeah. with. So anyway, oh, so you if you play disc it. golf at all, uh, or you just want to ra- something rad to hang on your wall, this is really really cool. And I know they're working on some more discs. They're actually working on a uh, clear disc version of this too. They call this um, their dwarven plastic, uh, and then they're coming out okay. with the clear plastic. Yeah, so like you know, uh, dwarven dwarven steel. This is their dwarven plastic, and then nice. they have jelly plastic coming out, which will be like their their clear. Be probably a little bit more tackier, I imagine too. Uh, but anyway, I know this golf is very niche. Awesome. Uh, but it I is very it niche. But you know what? It's one of those things that I feel like TTRPG players could also get into. Oh, it's one of those outdoor sports that doesn't take a lot of outdoor skills, if you know right, what I mean. Right, exactly. You go out, you chuck a frisbee, you have a good time. It's awesome. No, that's exciting. And um, I hopefully plan to be in Jeff's neck of the woods in May. So mm-hmm. maybe I'll get to experience some disc golf with the Kraken discs. Oh, absolutely. I'll bring them. Yeah, 100%. I'll, so. bring, I'll bring a bunch of discs. We'll go out and we'll, we'll smack trees. Absolutely. I one hundred percent throw a, a disc into a tree. So Yeah. <laughs> and I can say the dwarven plastic holds up to trees well. I will confirm. Nice. nice. Yeah. Amazing. Uh no, that's super yeah. awesome. Uh yeah. Fantastic. So well, real quick, let's get into what we've been playing. Um so I am going to just give a quick update uh about Hearth and Hammer. Uh, so if you don't know, I DM a Tuesday night campaign on Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash hearth and hammer. It is family friendly. Come check it out. It is myself and five of the guys. They are all, uh, dads and believers as well. And it's a lot of fun. Um, but we're working through a homebrew world that I have come up with called Zanelia. It's really fun. And we, um, they had an encounter with their first dragon recently, uh, not in any kind of battle. It was actually a really cool encounter between our cleric and the spirit of a dragon. Because I had to RP him getting his fourth level, uh, feet, <laughs> the aspect uh, of the metallic dragon or something like that. Um, and so, you know, we, we did that. So it was a lot of fun. But what I'm going to talk about today is that I have started using a new um, third-party uh, system that is for the help action. Uh, and I'm actually using the DC 20 help action system uh, that in DC 20 is fantastic because of the different ways that you can use it with their four action economy. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go check out the rundown actual play, uh, you know, one shot for DC 20. But in that system, uh, and, and here's the thing too, DC 20, the dungeon coach, he started a, again, a, he and several others were putting out D and D five E supplements, homebrew supplements, homebrew campaign settings, stuff like that. And they all basically started coming up with their own systems 
after the fact because of the OGL incident. So a lot of his things, a lot of his systems, a lot of the mechanics that he has created for DC-20 had their origin in 5e. And so I basically took, uh, I basically took it, um, actually, and then he released a new video talking about it recently and talking about how it could also be used in 5e. So I took almost exactly what he said, but I, I changed it just a little bit. Um, but here's the, here's the thing. So in D&D 5e, the help action is where you give somebody uh, advantage, right? Right, Jeff? <laughs> I've been muted uh, for a little while. <laughs> That's yes, okay. that is what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you talk about so I was like, I think he said something. Yes. Um, yeah, so the help action in D&D 5e is basically giving somebody else advantage. Um, and and the, the problem with that as especially as uh, the dungeon coach puts it, is that you could still roll two nat ones, and it's not very helpful. Right. Um, you're still at the mercy of the dice. There's no... Uh, it's still all up to the RNG. There's not a net positive every time. And so... And in combat, the in order to give a help action, it is a full action mm-hmm. right. in order to do so right to give somebody advantage you have to give up your turn mm-hmm. where you, and you basically can't do can't anything to help somebody else right so um basically the dungeon coach what he has is instead of giving somebody advantage he gives them a a help die mm-hmm. okay so there's like a basically a d8 help die so if you were playing and you were, whether in, co- so again, there's a difference between in combat and out, but in combat, if you were attacking something and I was going to help you, then I could use my action to help you. But using this uh, DC 20 help action system, uh, you have to have proficiency in a skill and explain how you're helping them with that proficiency. Right. So, you know, if I'm proficient in dexterity, um, you know, or, or say I'm proficient in athletics and I'm helping you with something, I need to explain how I'm using athletics to help you. Mm-hmm. So it adds a little bit of RP. Right. right yeah. uh, and then instead of being just a D20, it is a D8 that you, mm-hmm. that the person who is helping rolls. So I still get to be involved and I get to, to roll the help die. And then we add to your roll whatever I roll in the D8. Right. Okay. So there's always going to be a net positive, even if it's like a one, right? You're going to get at least a plus one to right. whatever you it is you rolled. Yeah. But potentially a plus eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, usually there were some other things too. You have to be within one space of either the person you're helping or the target of the person, you know, so right. in combat, you've got to be either standing next to somebody. Well, I use my, uh, athletics to hold on to the bad guy so that, uh, you know, Jeff gets a, uh, an easier shot at him. Right. Right. Kind of thing. Yeah, it, it makes sense. You know, something like that. 
Right. So you have to be within one. Um, and then, like I said, having the help die rolled by the helper keeps them involved. So they are actually getting to do something, you know. Um, uh, also, too, it is not only uh, plus to hit, but plus to damage. Oh, okay. That's pretty nice. Do you add yeah. the D8? So whatever you roll, you get to Whatever you roll... Yeah, whatever you add to the okay. to to the to hit roll, you add to the damage. Right. So again, if you're spending your whole action to help somebody, not only you're giving them an increased chance, but you're also contributing to the damage because the, you know, like I said, if you're spending your whole action, that could be damage that you're not allowed to use. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I loved it. I thought that was fantastic, um, and so I thought that was. Uh, something that I wanted to do. So we're using that in Hearth and Hammer, but here's the, the where I changed it. Okay. So instead of just, so instead of just, uh, so that's in combat, right? Mm-hmm. Outside of combat, we still have the help action. Uh, we just don't have to worry about it. So it's always pretty much a D8 if it's outside of right. combat. Right. Because I've added the caveat that in combat, you could spend a reaction or bonus action to give them a D4 and still, and still use your own action. Right. Um, so that way, again, you're able to contribute, you're able to help them a little bit. Uh, now with the D4, if you're just using a bonus action or reaction, they don't get to add to the damage Mm -hmm. because you're still using your action potentially to do damage as well. Right. Great. So yeah, that makes sense. That's so, nice that you still have that versatility, though, to be able to use it as a bonus right. action or a reaction. Yeah. And again, I added that because I felt like you know, um, yeah, I mean, burning realistically, a whole is sacrificial. Burning a whole action is sacrificial, but yeah. burning a bonus action or a reaction is also sacrificial, mm-hmm. or can be. And I right. want it to have meaning, but I don't want it to be as powerful as if you're burning an action on right. your turn. Yeah, it makes sense. And so if you're burning your action on your turn, you get a D8 plus you get to add the same amount to the damage. Right. But that if you're sense. burning a bonus action or a reaction, then you get to you know, do um, bonus to there to hit mm-hmm. or, or save or whatever. Um, but you don't get the, the extra damage because like I said, you could spend your um, action still. So, right. Nice. So, yeah. So, that's the DC 20 uh, Seth modified special. <laughs> nice. Okay. I like it. Um, and so, yeah. Uh, I, I just thought that was great. I thought it was a, a great addition. And so, mm-hmm. we're, we're using that now. Nice, dude. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Uh, but what about you? Have you been, have you been able to play at least over the break? Yeah, yeah. So we, we've been uh, we've been playing. Um, right now we are coming to the end of our big um, journey that they're that they're on. Awesome. Um, I use Seth kind of mentioned earlier. I use a homebrew um, travel system that I, that I've made myself, and so in it I have a uh, you know an algorithm for calculating how many points is needed for them to get from point A to point B. And then as they're, you know, traversing and doing, you know, maybe side quests or depending on how long the travel is, you don't may or may not need that. For this one, it was intended to be a three-month travel, so I wanted it to feel that way. And so they're actually nice. right now in, in a side quest um, that has come up along this journey where they were led by 
a, a ghost that was essentially haunting a rock that was given to them by a um um blade just blanked a uh npc bear, essentially yeah an npc i forgot the the race of it but yeah uh it was given to them as a survivor of a fight they had and he just gave it to them but it kind of prompted this whole little side quest that has gotten them closer to their destination which is the intention with the travel point system because as they're completing these side quests they're adding points getting closer nice. to reaching their destination um and so they literally this last session they just um, completed the quest that this rock led them on. It was essentially to recover a relic that was stolen. And mm-hmm. if they recovered the relic, they'd receive a magical item that the That's the, awesome. the, the spirit had given them. Uh, and so, like, they just fought, retrieved the relic, gave the relic to the ghost, and befriended the people that they fought. And now they're staying in the cabin with the people that they fought. Because the people surrendered. Awesome. They're like, we're grave robbers. We, have, we don't want to die. And so... It's almost like Monster of the Week, but it's like travel side quest of the week <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and so but everything like that they're doing it gets them closer earns them points and so it's almost like gamifying travel was what my goal was um and this one was a long travel and in fact a lot of this campaign was based around the travel and and um and so yeah. this one was intended to be a long travel they're they're very very close they're within i think uh five points of reaching their destination so Nice. Um, I imagine the next session they will they'll get what they need and they'll reach their destination and then we'll, we'll have cool. uh, what that destination is supposed to entail and then the campaign kind of opens up from there. So nice. that's where we're at with it, having a lot of fun with it. Um, Fantastic. Really interesting player dynamics taking place. So that's um, the best. That's the yeah, best. That's that's right now. I have uh, two. Um, we have kind of a running joke, at least. Um, with I have two characters. One is a dragonborn, and the other is a lizard folk, and uh, they're they're clearly very different. But the mm-hmm. NPCs keep mistaking them from cousins, and That's they funny. take great offense to this. Both of them. Uh, That's and fantastic. The dragonborn is convinced that if they needed to cut off the tail and eat it of the lizard, it would grow back, and the lizard uh, disagrees. Uh, <laughs> so that is an ongoing thing That's that we're awesome. having right now. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So. That's where we're at. Awesome. Well, um, that's fantastic. Uh, I think that that brings us about to the end of our episode today. Uh, again, don't forget, we are part of the Love Thy Nerd podcast network. Make sure to give them a like and subscribe and uh, on YouTube as well as on your podcast platform of choice. And then watch our socials for the next actual play because we will be announcing that soon. We haven't quite decided because there's so many options, so many options. but we've got a short list. So mm-hmm. uh, we may throw it out for, for uh, a poll or something, or we may have one that we want to just uh, jump into. So, yeah. but we'll be doing that soon. So check that out. Um, and, uh, and like I said, if you go check out lovely nerd, check out their today in nerd history. It's really cool. Uh, but I think that's all we've got. Unless you've got anything else, Jeff? Uh, no, I think I'm good. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, we look forward to seeing you next time. From our table to yours, thank you for joining the RPG Rundown. Until next time, may your roles be epic and your stories legendary.